One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. As you know, Lassandra always said, take it away. For me, Eurovision is much more than just a job. It's part of me. Giannis, let me say, we were your first ever Eurovision interview way back in January. <laughs> I remember! <laughs> so, Gisli Baltarsson, Iceland's commentator, welcome to the Eurotrip. Thank you very much, and thank you for the Eurotrip. I've been listening to you. Being face to face, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, your beautiful face. <laughs> I was like, but it is cute. beautiful as well, though. We were talking on the phone. Yes. Do you want to have a hug? Yes, please. Yeah, that would be great. Cornelia Jacobs, congratulations. Thank you. Give me a hug. Hi there. My name is Martin Ostendahl. I am the executive supervisor of the Eurovision Song Contest. You are listening to Eurotrip. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Eurotrip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast with me, Rob. Me, James. And this week, we're back for a second time. That's right, if you listen to this on the day of release, you had an episode yesterday, a brand new episode today, as we are breaking down all of the artists taking part in Melody Festival in 2023. Yeah, it's always a special reason when we break open the bonus episode box, <laughs> which is what we're doing today. And it's a Thursday, so it must be a bonus emergency podcast. And it's all because of Melody Festival. And as Rob says, the 28 names that are going to be competing in next year's competition in Sweden, Sweden's national selection process have been revealed. 14 on Tuesday, 14 yesterday on Wednesday. And it's safe to say, Rob, that that list is star-studded. It is Stacked. I think that's what the kids say. It is stacked. Of course, there is one name there that stands out among many, many others. But 
loads of returning artists, loads of exciting new artists that we'll get to know over the next few months as Melody Festival and kicks off in February. The Melfest tour is back, of course. It's going back around Sweden for the first time in a few years. So that is very, very exciting. And yeah, to break it all down as well, we are joined by two very special guests for today's bonus episode. If you are a regular listener to the Eurotrip, you will know full well who they are, but we'll introduce them to you in, in, in just a second or two. Yeah, two of the most in-the-know people when it comes to Melody Festival and two of our favourite people from Sweden as well. I just can't believe that Melfest season is almost upon us. It's all very, very exciting. So we've got all that and more to come. You're listening on Acast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This is the Eurotrip. No, me! So hello everyone, welcome, a special bonus episode of the Eurotrip. We know how much you love a bonus episode here on the Eurotrip. A special kind of bonus episode of Melfest Monday, but not on a Monday, on a Thursday when you're listening to this. Because, of course... We now know, as we mentioned in the in the introduction, that we've got the full lineup for Melody Festival in 2023. And of course, to run us through the cast of 2023, we have two very special guests. Hello, Bella Fist. Hello, Toby Eck. Hello. Hello. <laughs> now, we should probably introduce you. Bella, of course, a friend of the podcast. Well, both both big friends of the podcast, obviously. Uh, Bella, friend of the podcast, English language commentator on Melody Festival and all-around Melfest nut and expert and genius. And, of course, the brilliant Toby Eck from Afton Bladet. Toby, I mean, I don't even know where we start with you because... You're a man who needs no introduction. You're the man that that got us, along with your colleagues, this list well before SVT published it themselves. Most of it, most of it. But uh, we we were lacking four names, and uh, now we know them as well. Uh, I think we should probably dive straight into it. Then should we start? Well, I was going to ask, shall we start with Heat One? I think that's probably the best place to start. Um, I'm going to ask one of you. I'll start with Toby first. Do you want to read us through the names who are competing in Heat Number One, please? Absolutely. We have Victor Krone, we have Rayan, we have Lolo Lamotte, Eva Rydberg and Eva Rose, Elov and Benny, Tone Sekelius and finally Jon Henrik Fjellgren, Ark North featuring Adam Woods. Wonderful stuff. Never gets old, yeah. does it? Never gets old. <laughs> I, I, I do wonder whether or not we'll have time to go through every single artist. I, I fear we won't. So we'll probably have to pick out a few. Um, Bella... I want you to pick out one for us to begin with. From those seven artists competing in Heat 1, which one do you want to have a quick chat about to begin with? Oh, gosh, there's so much to talk about. How do I pick one? Okay, well, obviously, Eva and Eva are back, which is uh, fun for a lot of people, I think. They were obviously super loved uh, before. Whether this has sort of been done and whether it will feel kind of done is, I guess, the question. But, I mean, they're fan favourites, so I'm really happy to see them see them back. But I feel... Oh, do, I, do I pick just one or, you know... Yeah, well, let's stick with that one. You've asked the question, has it been done before? I'm going to ask Toby to answer the question. And this is what I am worried about, because this is the type of novelty act where you where you have two, uh, two uh, actresses put together. They, they're really good friends doing uh, a fun thing. Uh, 
I wouldn't want uh, Ravajax back again and I wouldn't want Björn Ranelid featuring Sara Lee back again. Uh, so I am curious to, to see how Eva and Eva will fare this time because they are that one, uh, one of uh, uh, that one-time novelty act now returning. And they might be just fabulous. And I might love I, I do love them both. They are fabulous, but I'm not sure. Uh, the audience will uh, will be as uh, as infatuated with them this time around. First of all, I should put on record, I'm excited to see them back. I think most people are definitely excited. It's just a question of whether or not it's sort of tired and been done before. We've only got a few months to find out. If I say this, uh, according to rumours, it was I... <laughs> I... Sorry, Toby, before you say anything, as my favourite way that you ever start a <laughs> sentence, because they're always brilliant. Go on. Um, it was... Either Eva and Eva, or a comeback for one more time. Oh. And we know that one more time is not in there. I know that they wanted to be in there. And if you were to choose between them, I think that a lot of Eurovision fans would have wanted to see what one more time would uh, would bring to the contest. And with this, I'm not... I, I am absolutely not bashing Eva and Eva, but we must remember for for every return there is somebody else that that is out of the competition. And with 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 this, I can't say that it was between them, but rumors has it that it was. Can we talk about another name? I'm going to introduce. I would say arguably the breakout star, one of the breakout stars from Melody Festival in 2022 that returns this year, of course, in heat number one. Tonis Achilles is back. Bella, how pleased are you to see her back? Oh, I'm so pleased to see her back. She did so brilliantly. I feel like she really had a journey throughout Melfest last year where she started off a little bit nervous and then she just grew and grew and grew and just seeing her in the final to shine was just amazing and I'm so pleased that she's back. Um, yeah, I can't wait to hear what this is. Apparently it's a bit of a banger, according to herself. Um, yeah, really excited. What do you make about this one, Toby? We've, um, if we look at the the songwriting list for for Tonis Achilles next year, uh, Anders Vretov is back on the track as well, but also Dino Medenhodzic and Jimmy Joker as well. What what kind of song are we to expect if those two are joining the songwriting list? Well, all all three of these people know how to, know how to write a banger. And that's what she wants. To be honest, last year's song was a very uh, traditional, even old style schlager. And uh, as far as I, I hear, it's a much, much more modern beat this time around. Uh, Tone, of course, is the obvious returnee uh, making such a success this year. So so I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, but if her success last year was with the old time schlager, will she be able to repeat it? That will be very much up to her. It's always a tricky one for artists when they come back, isn't it? Because a lot of the time, the viewers, the audience will expect a similar style of song for what they were successful with. So if they go and mix it up, it's with a different genre. It's always a it's always a bit of a risk, isn't it, really? And, and in this heat, we have Lolo Lamotte who, uh, as a part of the Mamas, has been doing these soul, R&B, uh, uh, gospel type of music. But uh, in her solo stuff, and this is also with a Swedish title, it has been much, much more... Uh, there's a Swedish genre called Visa, uh, and, and that's kind of folk... Uh, it's kind of a folky 
traditional, very uh, very mellow style of music that I I'm very keen to see her perform. But you shouldn't be expecting her to to be a solo mama, but rather have an, a, a different sound now. And uh, that might be something that the audience will like. And it might also uh, f- be something that the people will 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 be questioning why she's doing that. I want to pick another name. I want to talk about Elov and Benner. Yes, I was about to say them next. Yes. <laughs> so 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 tell us about them because for me and, and James and I'm sure most people listening to this outside of Sweden they probably don't mean very much. But your two Swedes, both talking to us from <laughs> Stockholm, who are both very excited. They uh, uh, this summer they had they had a summer hit in Sweden that is my absolute favorite. It's called Bubbel på balkongen, which basically means uh, drinking bubbly on the balcony. Uh, um, but but th- this this genre, uh, it's uh, it's countryside. It's it's a Swedish country and Western uh, uh, type of music that appeals to a very very wide audience, but outside of the major cities. Uh, it, it's it's uh, countryside style pop uh, in Swedish that uh, is kind of. It, normally, it's always marked with explicit uh, if you go on Spotify because the lyrics will be uh, not very politically correct. Uh, and mm, it's, to say it's, the least. Yes. Um, um, there might be a lot of sexism uh, and a lot of, of, of uh, um, uh, having sex in the songs as well. Um, but I think that this is a genre that has grown really, really big in Sweden the last couple of years. Uh, and I'm very excited to see what they can uh, what they can do with Melfest. Uh, I don't. Th- this is absolutely not a winner, but it might be a contender for the big hit of the year. Definitely. I mean, it's also tied to the subculture in Sweden. That's all to do with. Um, I was trying to look up before, like, how do I explain this in English? Like, it's so specific, right? Um, it's kind of like this, as you were saying, like this countryside, like rockabilly vibe, but also it's really closely tied to like driving the specific type of car, like a slow type of car that can't go faster than forty-five kilometers an hour. And so it's huge among the kids who, like, before they get a driver's license, they can drive these cars, and. Yeah, it's it. This could definitely do really well. Uh, but also, I, I'm interested to see, you know, how SVT, as you were saying about the explicit lyrics, and you know, will they, what, what will the, these lyrics sound like? I'm very interested to find out. They often talk about alcohol and drinking a lot, which is could be problematic for public service, for example. But I mean, fascinating. I mean, just looking at the the list, and I feel like we do need to move on from heat number one and talk about heat number two. But just looking at the list, actually, from everything we've said and and casting my eyes over it, it really is returner central, isn't it? Heat number one. If you look at the names in there, there is really only uh, Elof and Benny that we've just been talking about and Rayhan that have have not done Melody Festival and before at some point, which it's a stacked heat, that very first heat, isn't it? And we need to mention that we might have a Swedish Kano coming. Uh, Jon Henrik Fjellgren, who is, of course, uh, uh, Sami uh, and, and does the specific Joik-style uh, singing. He's teamed up with a, uh, with a DJ and music producer, Art North, who has songs that are, are, have streamed 45 million times on Spotify. Uh, this might be a Kino in the making. A Kano in the making. A Swedish Kano is very, very exciting to hear about. I'm very, very excited about all of that. And James, go on, do the stat that I know that you read off Gustav Darlander's Twitter the other day. 
Oh, you, you must have known I had it ready, yeah. <laughs> Another friend of the podcast, Gustav Darlander, is basically the stat man of Melfest over at SVT. Uh, the stage name for Jon Henrik Fjallgren, Ark North, featuring Adam Woods, is the longest in Melfest history. Toby, Bella, did you know that? I did not, but I love that. Love Gustav. <laughs> Let us then move on to heat number two. Bella, let um, let us get your uh, read-through of the artists competing in that one, please. Okay, so coming to Linköping, we have Victoria, Eden, Uje Brandelius, Teos, Maria Sur, Tennessee Tears, and Panetos. I'm just going to have you two reading the artists from Melody Festival in 2023 to like send me to sleep. It's just so nice to listen to. It's really, really lovely. Where are we going to go first, Toby Eck? Because again, there are so many names that stand out here in heat number two. I'm going to go for Uje Brandelius because you guys have never heard about this guy. Uje uh, has uh, has Parkinson's disease and he... Uh, um, he starred in a movie about himself, earning him uh, a Swedish, uh, a Swedish, uh, a Swedish movie award for that. But he's also uh, the frontman of a uh, of a, a music group called Doctor Cosmos, uh, Doctor Cosmos, and they play um, a music, a Swedish music genre called prog, which is a left wing anti commercial musical movement that was uh, kind of bigger in the 70s. I had heard rumors about somebody from this movement being in the competition. I even accidentally, by chance, uh, asked one of the band members of Dr. Cosmos, his band, about this. And he was like, who could it be? And and he even mentioned the singer, Uye, and said... Well, he's he's he is a little bit more more uh, mainstream popular, but he would never have been able to keep it a secret to us. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, that all left my mind because I was like, no, it's not going to be them, and uh, no, this is not going to happen. And then this name comes, and I'm going like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I hear also his band members were quite surprised themselves because they didn't think he could keep it a secret but uh, as sweet uh, svt's rules uh, states they need to keep it a secret well it sounds like everyone was surprised that he's going to be taking part was it a surprise to you as well bella oh absolutely yeah um i'm really excited about this one this this will be really different to a lot of other things i think also i think the only solo um songwriter this year uh, he's written the song himself. So, yeah, it should be really interesting. I'm going to throw it forward to one of the questions that we got on Instagram because we uh, we threw it out there. We said that, that you two were going to be coming on the podcast to chat about Melfest and what questions have they got for you. And one of the questions we got from Lee, I'm pretty sure, is basically just, can Victoria take it home this year? I am delighted to see Victoria back because she has brought some of the best songs in Melody Festival and over the last decade or so, I would say. So it's brilliant to have her back. Can she take it home this year, Toby? Uh, if this is an up-tempo song that, that actually does what her first song did in, uh, uh, in Melfest, uh, she could be the one that, that beats a favourite. Uh, she, she could definitely take it. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And she's such a fan, fan favorite. Everyone's happy to see her back. She's always gone straight to the final. And I think she's got the same songwriters that wrote Move for the Mamas. So, I mean, these are, you know, facts in her favor. Uh, but as ever, it's a really tough year. I mean, there's so many returnees, as you say, um, as well as some very interesting new acts. So, yeah, difficult to say. Speaking of returnees, although Toby, I feel like you were going to say something and I never want to cut you off, so you might as well. Uh, interesting fact in this heat is, of course, that three of the songs are written by uh, by people who are also competing as artists themselves, but not in this heat. Uh, Melanie Webe is part of the Victoria's uh, uh, songwriting team. Uh, Axel Schilström is part of the Theos songwriting team. And Laurel Barker is part of the Maria Sear uh, songwriting team. So um, I, I think that's kind of interesting. Good fact. Really good fact. I like that very much. James, I think I know where you're going, but go on. Uh, I want to see whether I was right. Well, let's see. We've been talking about returning artists. Uh, Theos is a returning artist again. Rob, is that where you thought I was going to go? That's exactly where I thought you were going. Ah. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Uh, Was it almost a shoe-in that we were going to see him back uh, this year after such a great performance earlier this year, Bella? Oh, yeah, I think uh, similar to Tourneur, like a huge success last year. And so it's just natural, really, to see him back. Slightly different um, songwriters. I remember we had Elise from Amaranth, um, the metal uh, singer, writing for him last year. She's not back there. But, um, yeah, he said, I think he said there's going to be lots of dancing. I think we can expect a similar vibe still. Um, Something for the kids uh, and us older kids to dance along to. (laughs) I danced to Theo's uh, song from this year. I, I still do it, and I, I did delete it from my from my playlist like two weeks ago, and I felt uh, really, really, really uh, weird about keeping it that long. Well, it's a Theo's void to be filled. So clearly, yes, good that he's back then. <laughs> yes. Before we move on, because we'll take a we'll take a break from the from the, the discussion in a second. But before we take a break, I want one more name from you both. Bella, you go. Well, obviously, super interesting with Maria Sur um, uh, coming to the contest. Uh, she's from the Ukraine originally. Um, she competed or was taking part in uh, The Voice in Ukraine and um, contacted, I think, Sarah Dawn Finer, actually. Um, that's how she came um, into to the whole um, music scene in Sweden. And she's only been here for like eight months, but she speaks really well um, Swedish from any clips I've heard. So I'm super impressed by that. And yeah, she'll be really interesting. She's already got a bit of a, a hit actually, um, which I now can't remember the name of, uh, but she's- um, is, it, is, it, is it by any chance her debut single, That's The Way? That's the way is the one. Yes, definitely. That would be the one, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> super excited to hear her on the Melfast stage. I really love the idea as well of, you know, this being Ukraine's here and not be, them not being able to host it. It's interesting to, you know, that we have Ukrainian music in Melfast as well. And it'd be interesting to see how they do all this in Eurovision as well, of course, with incorporating Ukraine. Um, yeah. So that's an interesting one to look out for, I think. My choice will be Panetos, El Panetos. Uh, they're returning their third time in the competition. I am surprised that they have an English title song on my way because these guys are uh, have previously been so, so, so good at performing Swedish fun style, uh, uh, happy pop. Uh, and I hope that they're not going into something that 
will feel more generic. I hope that they still have the the same look and feel as they've had with their previous entries. I don't think that they are competing for victory, uh, but I would want them to just... uh, be fun on stage and that will probably advance them to semi-final and final. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to The Eurotrip, your favorite Eurovision podcast. When you aren't listening, find us on social media at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Warming you up for the Eurovision Song Contest. We're back then with Toby and Bella, our two favourite Swedes. I'm going to put that on record. I don't care who comes along next. I'm going to, I'm going to stick by it. We're getting, we're getting heart. What do you call them? Hand heart? That's not what you call them on the screen from both Bella and Toby. What happens? What happens when we get Dia Norberg back on, and then she's already heard that you've called these two our favourite Swedes? What about Gustav oh, as well? I shouldn't have put that on record. Petra Mia, this been on this podcast. I'm just saying, I feel extremely honoured right now. I'm going to put this in my bio, uh, and, and I'm going to cut this out of the. I'm, I'm going to make people listen to this. <laughs> I feel like I'm regretting everything I said. Uh, but shall we get it back to Mel first? Heat number three, Toby. It's your turn. Can you take this away from me and take us through the artists who are competing in number three? Absolutely. We have Marcus and Martinus, Melanie Weber, Ida Lova, Paul Ray, Nordman, Laurel, Casanovas. Wonderful stuff. Now, I think before we were asking you to choose the artist you want to talk about first, but I'm going to break the rules and I'm going to choose one. And it's Laurel or Laurel Barker, as most people will know her as. As a songwriter, mainly, she's written for some big Melfest names in the past. Renida, Margaret, Faith Kakembo, I think, as well, last year. She has released a song herself earlier this year or uh, recently, I should say. Maybe a, a surprise to some international viewers, perhaps, that she's she's participating as an artist, Toby. Well, uh, she is, she lives in Malmö, uh, so that's the reason why she is performing or, or competing in Sweden. Uh, she has a Swedish uh, uh, husband or, or, or boyfriend. But as an artist, she has had a few hits with a lot of streams. Uh, and again, according to rumors, her, her song Habit, that is exactly three minutes long and has 47,585,669 streams on uh, on Spotify right now, was a Melfest reject. So with that song, uh, in uh, w- with that in, your, in the back of your head, uh, I 
I think it's fair that she gets the opportunity to try to compete as an artist herself this time. This could be very uh, dangerous, I suppose, for, for everyone else competing. Um, also, she's written loads for Eurovision. In, to, in 2019, she wrote three entries, in, including the UK entry, which obviously sadly didn't do too well. Um, not uh, bigger than us with uh, Michael Rice. But still, uh, you know, she's, she's done this before. Uh, I think definitely could be one to look out for, for sure. On the other hand, uh, artists who are not Swedes are not known to do well in Melfest. Uh, There has been one that made it through to the final, and uh, Margaret, thank you. Uh, She went to uh, the second chance, Amra Hansen, and then to the final with uh, uh, the first time she competed in Sweden. Uh, And that's the only non-Swede that has made it through through to the final. Toby, can we talk about Marcus and Martinez? Because when we spoke last week on the Euro trip, you mentioned that they were probably taking part in Melody Festival and next year, which of course we now know they are. You have just mentioned that artists that aren't Swedes don't tend to do very well or, or you know, don't tend to, to win Melody Festival. In. And uh, these guys have come over from Norway to Big Brother Sweden, as you called yourself last week. We are Big Brother, and I think that is what appeals to them. Also, MGP has around a million viewers. Uh, Melody Festival has three million viewers. Sweden is uh, twice the size uh, audience-wise. We are 10 million people in Sweden, where they are four or five million in Norway. So, So doing this in Sweden, it's a much, much bigger thing than doing it in Norway. And I do think that they they might want to win, but I don't think they have that as their main focus, but rather to uh, to be to get a major hit in Sweden and and that can also be um, 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 a song that 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 can go into Europe as well. but I, I don't think that they are in it to win it. I mean, we've not talked at all about a man that we're seeing back at Melfest for the third time, having been in Melfest in 2020 and 2021, is Paul Ray's back as well. And you want me to say something here. And I, the thing is, I, I really... Paul is such a lovely guy. But a lot of Swedish artists need to think about how to create careers outside of Melfest as well. Because otherwise you will become a Melfest staple that doesn't do anything but return to the competition once in a while. Fair, uh, they, they might do fairly well, uh, but I hope that he has a winning song. Well, he said it's uh, it's not going to be a slow song. It's going to be Paul Rui, as in like Paul Party. Uh, I don't know if that's... Uh, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to you saying that again, Bella. <laughs> Paul Party. <laughs> Ah, well, there we have it. That is heat number three. Uh, so we've moved from, and this is always my favourite thing, because uh, heat number one is in Gothenburg. Heat number two is in, Bella? Linköping. And heat number three, Toby, is in? Linköping. I mean, it's literally the same place. I mean, why do you guys do that to yourselves, honestly? And then heat number four, where are we heading to for heat number four, remind me? Mama! Of course we are. And... Uh, Bella, I think we're back to you for the uh, for the artist taking part in heat number four. We've got Signe och Jördis, Axel Kylström, Emil Henron, Mariette, Smash Into Pieces, Lorraine and 
Kiana. That was absolutely perfect. Uh, I feel like there is one name that we must talk about, but I'm going to keep Axel them... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep them waiting for the L artist a little bit longer. Uh, Toby, pick out another one. People are desperate to talk about Levine, but we'll talk about her a little later. Uh, choose another one for us. I am actually going to pick the artist, or rather the artists, that I am most excited to see and hear what they're actually going to do. And that's Signe Ojordis. You've never heard of them. No one in Sweden has ever heard of them. But they are sisters. They are 16 and 18 years old. And they are the grandkids of uh, a very famous uh, Swedish singer called uh, Gullan Bornemark who was kind of mostly famous for, uh, for for writing kids' songs. And everybody, everyone in Sweden has sung uh, a Gullan Bornemark song while growing up. Uh, and according to rumors, this is going to be uh, a type of song that is a mixture between Sarek, uh, Timotei, and Hasse Andersson, uh, like, like a, a modern pop version of Swedish folk music. And I can't, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm super excited about this, even though I haven't heard a tune and I've only seen pictures of these two girls. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm really excited only because uh, I've got a line on my Toby Ek bingo card because he said, according to rumors, three times. That's why I'm excited. <laughs> um, Bella, why on earth would this unknown Swedish duo be selected for Melfest if it wasn't because they had a great song? Surely, with everything Toby was saying there, surely it's going to be a good one. That's that's the reason, right? It's got to be a massive banger. And I can't wait for this heat because them and then you get Smash Into Pieces, which is metalcore, which is just com- the complete other end of the scale. You're right at your yeah. stoop, surely, Bella. Well, yeah, I mean, just looked at my Spotify rap. It's definitely one of my top genres. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are are cool. you lying? No, I'm definitely not. It's <laughs> pop, Swedish pop, dance pop, metal and metalcore. That's the, yeah, that's definitely what I listen to. Um, so yeah, Smash Into Pieces will be uh, super interesting to see uh, on the Melfest stage. They're from Örebro, I believe. Um, and they've got this uh, like masked drummer on stage, um, sort of dancey metal, I guess one might say. Um, yeah. I think the well the only rock entry this year, sad to say, um, but yeah. And they keep me waiting for that rock song all the way to Heat Four, so hopefully you can uh, you can stay patient, Bella. <laughs> uh, can we talk about? I feel like I say this about everyone, friend of the podcast. Although as James said earlier, apparently not one of our favourite Swedes, Axel Schillström, who has joined us previously on Melfest Monday uh, before. Uh, he he is back this year. He was one of the writers on Teos's song last year. I think he's writing for Teos again this year. Is it Teos that he's writing for this year again? And then he returns in Heat Number Four. He is back himself with a song title that gets me very excited because I see this song and I just think that is going to be a banger. It's called Gorgeous. Apparently, it's a ballad, and <laughs> I am not. I. I'm not sure that that uh, Axel Schildström doing a ballad is what Melfest will uh, will what the Melfest audience will love. But he might surprise me. He's also one of these really, really, really cool and nice guys. I wish him all the best, and I hope that it's a ballad that basically 
smacks my face and uh, tells me to just focus and listen. I'm uh, I'm gonna gonna clip up you saying apparently it's a ballad and use it as my uh, as my ringtone every time I get a message <laughs> from now on. I think. Uh, I tell you, I tell you one artist who everyone is going to be looking forward to seeing. It's not Lorene, still not going to talk about it yet, but <laughs> Mariette. Uh, four times she's competed in the past, four times she's gone on to compete in the final. Bella, is this one of the artists that you're looking forward to seeing next year? Oh, I always look forward to seeing Mariette. Absolutely. Yes, very happy. Um, yeah, be interesting. Of course, it's been a, well, no, I was about to say it's been a while. Um, she was lost in 2020, um, ended up 10th. So, yeah, she's going to have to come back with um, something even better uh, to, well, I don't want to say, I'm just excited that she's back. I really love Mariette. Um, yeah, can't wait. I think we've waited just about long enough. I think James was mean there to, to not move the conversation along sooner. Lorene's back in Melody Festival and everyone. Oh. Bella, when you first heard that this was happening, and I don't know, maybe, maybe mm. it was thanks to to Toby and Steena over at Afton Blood. Maybe that's where you first read it that Lorene was returning. Yeah. What were you What were you feeling? What were you thinking? I mean, I mean, it definitely was, and I screamed out loud. Um, I then continued to call Olivia, uh, my dear friend and colleague, who also screamed down the phone. Um, it's the return of the Queen. I mean, we're all very, very, very excited. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and also I hear it's a great song. Um, same songwriters as for, uh, for Euphoria. I mean, I loved Statements, so I know a lot of people said, oh, you know, that, that wasn't such a great song or whatever, that... The, you know, massive pressure to come back, but I just, I just love Lorene full stop. So I'm, she also talks about it, you know, she always brings a message, right? She always brings like another dimension. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so, so excited about this. And Lorene's voice is an instrument of itself. Mm. I, I'm just longing to hear her do this song, no matter what it sounds like, because I know that, that whatever she does on stage, I'm going to be amazed. When when Bella said, and this is for you listening, everyone, when Bella said apparently it's a great song, Toby was nodding ferociously. <laughs> Toby, what do you know? Have you heard the song? Have you heard it? Oh, my God. I haven't heard it. Uh... I believe Toby, everything he says, apart from this thing he's just said right now, he's definitely <laughs> heard it. He definitely has. Toby, tell me I'm lying. Come on. Oh, my God. No comments. Tony has <laughs> heard the song, everyone. <laughs> and he's smiling massively. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'll tell you what. I've got an idea. I've, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Um, it, she's going to be competing in heat number four. Is she going to be song number 28? Is that a good enough question to sort of give something away? I... I, I can't I can't see uh, her doing anything else than uh, number twenty eight. Uh, having her in the last heat, it would be very very weird seeing her anywhere else. Uh, but we don't know what type of songs the other ones uh, are doing. We don't know a lot about this heat. Uh, I am super excited that Cassiopeia is part of the t- songwriting team for Lorian as well, and. Um, to uh, I haven't heard the whole song. I've heard a very, very small part of it and in a very, very early version. Uh, but uh, it is extremely promising. That's what I'm going to say. 
Ca- can you, and we're going to keep asking, Toby, can you tell us if you heard some of the start, some of the middle, or some of the end? No, I can't go into any details. <laughs> can you tell us one thing? Can you tell us, did your heart beat a little faster when you started to hear it? I am saying, I'm repeating what I, what I said to start with. Her voice is an instrument, and I can't wait to hear her perform whatever it is she's going to be singing. Oh, it's exciting. It's so exciting. I don't know where else we go from this conversation. I feel like it's a good, good, good a place to, to end. Uh, how are we wrapping this up? Toby, are Sweden in a good place for Eurovision 2023? With this list of artists that you've seen, are, are, are Sweden in a position where they could better fourth place in 2022? I am hoping that we have a winner here. And it might be Lorian. It might be Victoria, it might be Axel Kjellström or Signe Jördis. I would love for a Swedish song, a song in Swedish to win Melfest this time. Perhaps we won't win Eurovision, but we would send something that stood out in Eurovision. And the critics that, says, that say that we send generic songs would have to bite themselves in their tongues. <laughs> A song in Swedish. Now that would be that would be a long time coming, wouldn't it? Uh, Bella, a few last words from you. Uh, it's a difficult. I'm trying to think of a fair question to ask you, but I'm going to give you an unfair one. Uh, the one thing you are most looking forward to in Melody Festival in 2023. Oh, I'm just looking forward to it returning. We were talking before about the this dark period of time. You know, it's so grey out, but also just awful in in the world generally and as cheesy as it sounds Melfest always brings that light in February and and that you know bringing people together and the sort of uh, love of music and yeah I I just keep returning to that I love that about Melfest and that's what I'm looking forward to most. Wonderful. Thank you both for coming on and chatting. My two favourite Swedes, I will say it again, I'm going to stick by it. Bella Chris, Toby, thank you so much. Thank you. When you aren't listening, find us on social media at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, so nice, isn't it, when we get Bella and Toby together on the podcast. And can you believe, by the way, that Bella and Toby never met before recording this podcast, which blows my mind. I felt like it was a bit of a risk when I found out they'd never met before. I was like, oh no, what if they don't like each other? What if they don't get on? I think they did. And also, even if they didn't, we were all talking about Melody Festival and we would have gotten on anyway. Yeah, if ever there's a subject that brings people together, it's Melfest. So really, 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 really thankful to Bella and Toby for giving their time to have a chat to us today for that very special Melfest bonus. And I don't know about you, James, but that has got me in the mood for February and got me in the mood for when we first hear those songs, especially Lorene's song, although as we discovered there... Some of us have already heard some of that stuff. Honestly, if you're not as jealous as we are that Toby is, is perhaps a little bit in the know, then I, I don't know what would make you jealous apart from that. Uh, Rob, I asked Bella a very difficult question at the end there, the one thing that she's most looking forward to about Melfest next year. An evil question, but I'm going to throw it to you as well. Could you, can you even narrow it down? The thing that I'm most looking forward to about Melfest next year is you waking up in my living room on 
a very early morning and we, we've booked our flights and we're on our way to Stockholm. That's what I'm most excited about. I mean, it might be a fantasy world where that's happening in 2023, but who knows? Oh, I'd love to make it happen. One thing that will definitely happen, though, I can assure you, we'll all be watching Melfest and we... Uh, have we put this on record before? We'll be bringing you Melfest Monday. It. I've, I've said it. it. Go on. It's happening. Melfest Monday's back. It is, yeah. So when Melfest season kicks off, the Monday beforehand, Rob, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep filling, and you can find out the exact date while I do this. The Monday before the first heat will be the first episode of season three of Melfest Monday, an extra bonus episode every single week throughout the Melody Festival and season. As we look ahead to the upcoming show, then we take a look back as well at the show we've just had, speak to some of the artists, some of the songwriters, and our favourite Swedes as well, Bella and Toby and a whole host of other people to digest everything that's happening in the world of Melfest. So, if my calculations are correct, that means we will be with you for the very first edition of Melfest Monday in 2023 on... The 30th of January. Oh, well, there you go, everyone. Mark your cards for that. That is when Melfest Monday will return. Speaking of returning, we'll be back with you next week for a brand new episode of the Eurotrip. Loads planned, so make sure you tune in next week. In the meantime, you can keep up to date with us online. We are at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Hello at EurotripPodcast.com on the email. And you can read all of our exclusive stories on EurotripPodcast.com. And make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, and rate us five stars. From me, James, it's goodbye. And from me, Rob, it's goodbye. Apparently, it's a ballad. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.